Please spread the word about my shows. I'm an independent creator and I would really appreciate it. I make K-pop guides, as well as I have exclusive interviews with songwriters, journalists, the artists themselves, best new music roundup episodes, artist-specific deep dive episodes, episodes about the history of K-pop, all sorts of content is covered. So to get your fill and support an independent creator, please check out 17 Karat K-pop wherever you get your podcasts, and view an episode guide at howtostand.substack.com. Hi everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop and our Best of 2022 series of episodes. Today, the 50 best K-Pop videos of the year. I am going to focus on K-Pop. English language releases are still eligible, deal with it, but Japanese releases from K-Pop artists too, that's going to be saved for a separate episode. Today's picks are just focused on K-Pop. Not yet ranked, I will choose the top 50 ranking for a free post. Subscribe not to miss it to my newsletter at 17karatkpop.substack.com. But these are the semifinalists I am agonizing over choosing how to rank them. So I'm going to talk about why you should check out certain releases that match a certain category. The first category of videos you should check out are for the sake of the choreography. Ten's video for birthday did a great job making do with a little a lot. He kept the focus on his choreography, said that all you focus on is him dancing and posing in those outfits, self-selected outfits. And so you just get to see his sultry fluid dance moves without many distractions. He intentionally choreographed with that intent to have kind of a, a mobile art display of a showcase. He really intentionally sought out a routine that would contrast with the kind of group choreo and the tighter dance moves he does in groups. And he did show a solo dance power by doing so. Nature for Limbo are in this category as well. They have really fast-paced moves, like for Rika Rika. That's also a video this year where they really excel at really fast-paced choreo. And then they impressed again with Limbo, because they found ways to make the Limbo party game be the theme of the dance without it looking too corny or weird. June from Seventeen did that this year as well, in a very different way. Alexa's American Song Contest winner, Wonderland, has such a cool routine to go with it, and the way she performed it live, always so cool, with different ropes tying her up and pulling her every which way, very cool. Her dancing seems to go underrated. Out of all the, the way she's popular, that aspect of her talent deserves even more love. Kara are in sync as if no time has passed since they last came together for When I Move, it looked really cool and nostalgic for second-gen K-pop years to watch them perform that at the Mamas this year. PCDM really impressed me with the underrated choreo for Oh My God. Kino from Pentagon struck out on his own with Pose, going for, like Ten did, moves that really are so different from the kind of dancing he does in his group. He went for a more elegant, interpretive style, more of a graceful route. This isn't a video, but shout out to J-Hope for the more performance he did at the Mamas. The group that spiraled around him like a big curly cue or something, that shape, that formation was just really mesmerizing to watch. Two girl groups whose choreography really just, they knocked it out of the park with this year, really just impressed, were more in sync than ever, probably were also taking on more challenging moves than ever. It looked so, so cool. Craxy and Pink Fantasy. They really create a whole aura, a whole mood to the setting they dance in. 
Other charismatic dance moments to appreciate from videos and live performance versions of songs this year include Itzy with their crown pose. I love when they do that. Obviously, seeing the giant group in unison rocking it up in That That by Cyan Sugar, that's a treat. TXT's opening sequence dance is really beautiful, matches the mystique of the song. NCTU's Connection, Age of Light, cool choreography, and I just love getting Shotaro a spotlight. Shotaro is so cute, so talented, such a fun dancer to watch. Glad you got a moment to make you think, yeah, I totally know why you were recruited, why you won your audition to be an NCT. Lay Seraphim really made a strong impression right out of the gate. The synchronization is incredible, the stage presence is incredible, and I love the way they just introduced themselves to the world, had this perfect visual representation of what their group is all about, where they were kind of whispering, being kind of fake timid, and then showing off this fearlessness, this attitude, and different versions of confidence. Showing contrast to like fancy dresses and boxing gloves. Showing that fearlessness, confidence takes many, many forms and can be quite multifaceted. Just a great way to visually represent the group's ethos and the choreography is so mesmerizing. The videos you have to watch for cute dogs. Two main ones, Esna's lovely day, where she gets ready for a cute Valentine's Day date, and it turns out it was with her dog, just a cozy night in with her pet. And then there's Forever My Baby, which is like a dog tribute video, brought to you by It's, IT apostrophe S. And cute kids are in the videos for Endemic by Bumkey and Lucy's play. Lots of symbolic meaning to have them in play with Lucy singing about growing up and trying to reconnect with their inner child. They're going about boring adult tasks, the boring adult work day, and these kids show up and force them to have fun again. The videos to watch for just beautiful settings, beautiful surroundings. You Ah takes you through a travel Instagram influencer's dream in Lay Low and Melody. Namsoon Min has a really goofy travelogue with cool sights, YOLO YOLO. Sleepy released a video for Maldives Air that will certainly give you vacation envy. Scorpion by Sorn shows beautiful celestial images. The video for Young Boy by Nine Eye, super pretty. They have dance scenes in front of a nice pink sunset. Then there are the scenes where they're running around in a field, just goofing off together, having a fun, youthful, wholesome friendship. So you see them either hanging out in front of a sunset, dancing together, and between those, cute home movie style footage of them hanging out. It's all just so feel good. Pentagon's video, for feeling like, takes place in a pretty art museum. And there are beautiful, very colorful, artsy displays surrounding a pink in Dilemma. Which is also just so pretty, with all the sparkly makeup and hair, they're beyond prom ready. If you want to watch videos for the quirkiness, the oddball energy, very original premises, the humor, something about them is so just goofy and memorable, obviously, size that that with sugar. 
Suga just jumps out of the sky basically to join Sai, which is funny considering Suga actually didn't realize he was going to be in that video at all. He made it sound like Sai just sort of tricked him into it, but we love seeing that fun side of him. And seeing that whole group dance together, I mean, such Gundam style energy still with Sai. His videos are always keeping us in 2012, which in some ways is a nice mental escape from today's world, so... The dramatic moments where Suga holds Sai, that's my favorite part. But the whole thing is so funny. Sai also was busy with B-Sides getting visuals too, like Ganji. And then he has a very, very one-of-a-kind, circusy, super colorful video for Celeb, where Susie is there to lip-sync for him in his voice, for reasons that go unexplained. Yena is the cutest superhero ever. She has huge Sporticus energy, big Lazy Town energy. If you ever watch Lazy Town, you will understand this looks right out of that world, right out of that TV show world. So funny, so colorful, so weird and hard to look away from. And she just rocks the cutest outfits, the bubble pigtails, the shimmery outfits, as she beats back these mascot head wearing targets, taking time to defeat them in the digital world as well. And then taking dance breaks on a playground. It's just so vibrant, so happy. That's smartphone. Smiley also has a very fun superhero story. She zaps to this diner called Shady's Hotel. That's the sign on it anyway. And she is there to disrupt the negative vibes, injecting happiness. But to do so, she has to surmount Bibi, who plays the villain character, in her bad omens. And it's just really creative and cute. It also has some weird twists, like the snowstorm scene I'm still processing months later, loose ends there. And there's an unexpected pivot to 2D animation. She's just delivering such a fun superhero origin story, really fit for a kid's TV show or a movie series or something. Twice go on a very cute spy mission in Talk That Talk. They're existing in this Channel Chasers-esque. There's another reference. A lot of people may have no idea what I'm talking about about. But anyway, they go on these spy missions into the TV world, into your TV screens. There's the Pathfinder, Archive, and Cryptography. They're split into those three categories of spies, and the mission is to crack a code to see how to find out how to hear L-O-V-E from fans. Super cute, and the arm movement choreography, where they spell out L-O-V-E, looks so cool and should be easy to copy, but on first try, you're gonna mess up. They're so good at that. With videos that feel like, okay, okay, this should be DSL on ready. I'm ready. But you're not. They make it look easy. They're pros at this. Stray Kids added a very cute aspect to their multi-dimensional music video story with Case 143. I honestly didn't put Maniac on this list because it didn't have as much clarity in its direction. I'm trying to look at these videos super objectively, and Case 143 is just better quality. It's clear in its mission, its focus, its plot, which is about these cute furry characters that run away with their emotions, and they're trying to corral them, put a stop to them being so uncontained. My favorite parts are the transitions when a member just pops up in front of the screen and when they go in reverse, the moments where they really break the fourth wall. Woo-a were the queens of cute quirkiness this year. Catch the Stars is so cute. It has a little E.T. reference of her own, although a cat is in her bike basket instead of an alien. 
One of them gets caught up in VHS tape, paper. They have scenes just embracing their high teen energy with varsity jackets and plaid skirts. They go between outer space and just a cute high teen image dancing on a field. Their smiles are contagious. They go on more fun adventures in Danger and in Roller Coaster, which includes some extra cute touches like 2D animations that once again pop up. Purple Kiss with Nerdy really was a treat. I loved getting Halloween and summer. I love a generic K-pop summer comeback as much as the next person, but the fact they stuck to their zombie aesthetic in summer, very much appreciated. They play dark magic pranks. It makes for a very memorable video, and I like the detail at the end when the neon sign letters are burnt out except the letters needed to spell out nerdy. WJSN Chakome started the year with such a cute Katy Perry-esque superhero story, Intergalactic Adventure, Super Yuppers. They wore really cute outfits on duty as superheroes and off-duty in pastels, and they go really savage while looking super cute. Like, they look very young and sweet, angelic, but then they aim for the face when they use a bow and arrow. They creep around this guy's car and freak him out. They get revenge on all sorts of people thinking they've got this, but they might just be creating more havoc. But it's quite funny, as is probably accidentally funny, the fact they have all this product placement that could not possibly be more obvious. In Taeyeon and Weinstein's video for Love Theory, it has a Teletubbies aesthetic in some ways with that house, although his is yellow with pink interior. The Teletubby house has a yellow glow with a pink exterior. But anyway, it's a very youthful, inner child designed set with some paper mache details and other artsy aspects that made the song and the video really hard to categorize. He's not going for a standard summer or winter vibe, a standard dramatic or edgy vibe, a standard cute vibe. It's just very, very quirky. And he looks great in pink hair with pink surroundings. Moonbyul had truly one of the most creative videos of the year. Before it came out, she had a two-step tutorial of sorts. She played the instructor for a video series on how to woo your crush. Well, part one actually was her realizing the cheese is in the trap. And in part two, there's the tutorial, which, long story short, gives terrible advice for how to get that crush. You're not gonna, you're not gonna floor him. You're gonna really disturb him. But then hilarity ensues as she tries to take that advice. And it's interesting she goes through quite the glam rock movie-esque makeover in the full video for Cheese in the Trap. Suho's video for her doll, honestly, I feel like it's straight out of Whoville. The Dr. Seuss world with their hairdos and their wardrobe, their demeanors, only they're more glum. But he's the guy there to spread birthday cheer. It's got some goofy CGI sequences that don't make much sense. And then ones that do make more sense, but are still absurd, where he's rocking out to this impromptu disco concert party that his colleagues, he convinces them to enjoy being held hostage for his performance. There's a stuffed rabbit that adds an odd addition to the ending. But you could tell as much as he's trying to lighten the mood in this basic corporate, dull, monotonous existence. He's also nervous about it. He keeps nearly getting stuck in a, a hole that opened up in the ground. He feels like he's on a treadmill that won't stop. So he's feeling in a precarious position, but is making the most of it and staying happy.
It's also extra great because it is a cool contrast. He also released a gray suit video for this release, which focuses on still frames, muted colors, a serious tone. And this is the polar opposite, which made for a cool contrast. Joe Yuri was super cute with Lovable. Shirley was lovable in it, doing things just to have good mischief and also cheer up the people around her. She helps cheat so a boy can win the balloon pop. She fills the town fountain with bubble soap. She just tries to bring joy to her town. She's a delightful example of how you can be someone who can brighten others' days without some big magic skill or superpower. Just be thoughtful. Continuing with the theme of brightening up the lives of people around you, there's an almost enchanted movie-esque spin in Adora's Magical Symphony, where she convinces people to sing and dance in the streets with her and be a part of her big production. And she dresses the part too, like she's in a big theater show, eye-catching makeup and stuff. And at the end, they are all kind of swept up in the fun. But she has to remember, oh yeah, I have to say and cut, because they're all still frozen, waiting for that direction. I prefer Kepler's Up to Wadada, video-wise, because honestly, I wanted more quirkiness from Wadada. Not just some superpowers, but way more literal magic. Up didn't do that, but it did lean further into its concept the whole time. It focused on this adventure in a hyper-bright island vacation spot. This Kepler Island, as it was called, with cute claymation advertisements for it, and the magical lemon that I still have a lot of questions about. Onu, with Dice, was giving me some shiny Married to the Music era vibes, which I love so much. There were other Quanya tie-ins with the concierge outfit, the hotel setting in general where things end up going way unexpected. And I love the ending where, after all this traveling through this maze to get to this girl, she already saved herself by the time he could have. So it's not a damsel in distress story at all. Zior Park has done some very impressive stuff this year that's gone really underrated. He has this series called Where Does Sasquatch Live? which started with chapter 1, and then chapter 2, Falling from the Sky, is the video for the song Being Human. Falling from the Sky showed him as this wooden man puppet person, like a human-sized wooden character, who I guess is Sasquatch, playing and winning a chess game. And this guy looks super pretentious, super snobby, you don't like him automatically. There's this post-game interview where they pulled him aside for real-time reactions. The puppet has so much joy and amazement at how simple and fun this game seems to be. Meanwhile, the loser, pretentious opponent is so outraged, so annoyed, that this weird wooden character beat him. Even a puppet-like guy can beat him. Big ego bruise. Then somehow, long story short, the video ends where his head, the wooden character's head, is severed from his body and put into a box. So part two begins where we see a wall of boxes, of like packages. One includes his head, the wall of boxes topples, and everyone freaks out seeing his head there. Lots of stuff happens. By the end, his head and body are back together, and he finds his family, it seems. These wood fairies slash aliens of sorts in the woods, ready to accept him. E.T. go home. Sasquatch go home, I guess. It's kind of touching. This really could be a full-length movie about this character, like the Pinocchio version of Elf. 
getting super excited about even mundane things because it's all brand new to him and then finding out where he thinks he truly belongs. That's not really like Elf at the end, but you know what I mean. Mini Mani with Puyo Puyo basically get revenge on this boss. This noticeably older, annoying, creepy guy cannot take a hint and won't leave them alone. So they end up retaliating. And I'm not condoning the violence. I'm just saying, way to go girls, standing up for yourself. Him to Love by Epex brought a very fun nutcracker aesthetic to a song about puppy love. So cute. Dawn's video for Stupid Cool is characteristically weird in the best way. I just love little subtle puns, like the fact his computer browser is for Windon, not Windows. He also has these giant stuffed animals, big fuzzy pink amps, some very enviable accessories. Winner, after a relatively long break, finally came back together for a very cute adventure in I Love You, starting to make a movie. I love when it's a movie within a movie, a movie within a video. It was interesting to see Jinjin and Rocky team up as an Astro subunit for the first time, showing off a new side to their goofy personalities with just breath. Loved seeing Hwasa and Loco team back up for somebody, which is better. Yeah, I said it. They ain't cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Love the video for Bad Decisions by BTS, Benny Blanco, and Snoop Dogg, where Benny's character relatably counts down the minutes to BTS concert time, spends the whole day prepping his sign, getting hyped, and then he shows up, finds out he got the date wrong, and decides, forget that, I'm just gonna camp out overnight. I'd rather do that than have this excitement die down early. Understandable. Although T024's video for On My Side left a little to be desired, I wanted more of a plot development. It is quirky and memorable where this duo wear these matching mascot heads that they never take off. They just go through their day together, montage style, dressed as who knows what. A Pink Chabom's copycat left me with a lot of questions. Kind of a hard to follow weird plot where they're like stuck in a TV and then they get out and then they get back in. They try to break out of this hospital. They're dancing in a drained pool. They're making faces at the security cameras. The best part I think though is when they mirror each other. They mirror each other's moves while dressed identical. A pretty impressive part. Anya Un is very interesting with her ratvolution. Right in the name you can tell. It's a very interesting premise. The rats are having a revolution. The video for Bop Bop by Vivi's was a good one to debut with, leaving an impression of this oopsie-daisy demeanor where they basically mess up some major science experiments and wreak havoc on whatever they've been tasked to do that they clearly aren't figuring out how to do correctly. They do it their own way. I also love videos with meta moments, like when they're reading about themselves on magazine covers. And it's cool that they describe themselves in almost a Powerpuff Girls way. Not with that exact reference, but they say they each kind of have a signature color. Sion, S-I-O-N, has a video that really is like a movie in miniature with comedy. Because he starts off with kind of an awkward comedy sketch. His character is doing the worm, raising a chair over his head, trying to get his audience at the comedy gig to laugh. But over time, the video ends with an unexpected, tender surprise. 
the main person he was trying to entertain most, he ends up comforting. Not sure how much I want to give away because I encourage you to just watch it. But the way you change your feelings toward this comedian character is what movies should do. They should move your emotions. They should mess with them. Sometimes you feel bad for him. Sometimes you're just uncomfortable and annoyed. But at the end, you just feel satisfied. June's video for I Got You kind of befuddles me in its lesson. I guess there's no real moral. No moral of the story unless it is supposed to teach you slip a love potion into someone's order and be fine with that and have no qualms about it because it works and it all ends happily even if the guy never learns to love you without magic. The lesson is not he didn't need the magic. It's I guess he did. So do with that what you will. But I will say I find this video super memorable and worth watching because the main guy to me looks so much like Jamie Campbell Bauer. And two, it has a unique mix of vibes. The style is like a scrapbook at times or a collage, something 2D flat. Other times it's more 3D, claymation-like. Lots to look at, lots to sit with. Although Yeri and Sam Kim's video for Nap Fairy also befuddles me. Like, who's the Nap Fairy? Is Sam the Nap Fairy? Because part of the time it is kind of like that. Other times it's like just a romance story or one where their friendship blooms over time. But it's a very cute video. That is also memorable because at the end they add self-portraits to a bulletin board, which are bunnies. Speaking of more befuddling but memorable videos, Ore Ore from Soul, S-O-L-E, features this 2D dragonfly of sorts, some insect that flies around, turns into different forms, takes the form of a teddy bear, becomes a monster who infiltrates a stuffed toy. This pesky creature, to put it lightly, wrecks a lot of havoc. And it seems like it's part of her dream, and she wakes up, on the job, no less, but the 2D bug is still there when she wakes up. Lots to think about. The pink creature, the bug infiltrated, also gets supersized. Look, this is a Disney movie that got off the rails, discarded Disney movie. Cardi, with a K, released Watch Out, which is very unsettling on purpose, I think. It's very ominous, like some evil spell is keeping one of them moving like a puppet in directions she has no control over. Lee Cheyun had an interesting concept for her solo debut in Hush Rush, where she's both a vampire who has been asleep for 300 years and now must reacclimate herself to this modern world, and she's also just human Cheyun, at least posing as such, by day. Part human, part vampire, two characters in one, way to make a splash solo. Next category videos with great abs really good looking guys if that's what you want to see check out who does boom becko's no rules and wanho's crazy if you really want to see fierce females the opposite of a damsel in distress really just being evil villainesses cunning witches of sorts in control you can watch Jamie kind of resurrect her character from April Fools and get this guy to sign a contract and lose his eyeballs at the most memorable dinner party ever for Pity Party. Literally throwing herself a pity party, then getting revenge. Kind of love to see it. BB goes from literally being served up for dinner on a silver platter to rocking out on top of the table and literally slaying. 
content warning for the blood and gore, but she has a very Kill Bill-inspired video that pulls no punches. She also kills people in other videos she released this year, so she's really leaning into this villain identity. Pixie go on kind of a heist mission in Villain, which seems to hint at future story installments by being called Chapter 1. Sunmi goes on several affairs in Heartburn and basically leaves those people writhing in pain as she time travels. She doesn't just leave people a mess, but she leaves them a wreck in different eras. From 1928 to 1969, 1856, she's all over the place, dancing happily, throwing flower petals around a graveyard. She's really sashaying without a care in the world through morbid conditions. In DeVita's Bonnie and Clyde, she plays both the lone audience member and the singer performing. Somehow, unexplained giant cat costumed backup dancers show up behind her to add to the dance routine. It's like furry rockets or something. I don't know what their plan is. After a literal curtain close, the audience member DeVita picks up a weapon and starts shooting at the curtains, and then goes to peek and see if she got the other DeVita, the performer, who is backstage. It's kind of ambiguous. One way to interpret it is that she's trying to be like, if I can't have you, no one can, but about herself and loving herself. If I can't love myself, no one else can love me kind of a thing. That's just how I interpret it. She also has an intriguing visual for Eat Your Heart Out Buddy Kane, where she lays this trail of red roses, rocking a cute prom dress sneaker combo, by the way, beside the point, but super cute. She gives her own twist to her influences of American Beauty and a bit of Carrie, too, with the bloody prom scene, blood-stained prom scene. We talked a bit about this in the Fade to Blackpink movie reference guide series of episodes. If you crave drama or suspense action, here's what you could watch. The literally dark, kind of unnerving, intense, torment-filled Sexy Nukem by Balming Tiger featuring RM. The heist film of a video, Stupid O'Clock by Victon. The superhero world created by Drippin in The One and BAE173 in Dash. The movie-ready, cute, hands-touching-across-the-table loveliness to Solji's Fade Away. There's an interesting potential world-building intro with Nitro by Park Ji-hoon. There's quite a story with Lee Chang-hyuk's panorama. He really does embody the thing he sings about, being in a state of fear about, did I take advantage of my life while I had the chance, now I'm on my deathbed or close to it, paralyzed, thinking about my past, my life. And that sense of having your mind run wild while your body doesn't, he really acts the part well, showing that distress. Zico is in the weirdest apocalypse, but it was giving me kind of shall we dance block B nostalgia with Freak. Dying Every Second by Yon Yon is interesting because it's kind of two videos in one. You have the more cinematic narrative and then you have part outside of the intergalactic drama where it's her just posing looking so cool in her outfit by this cool car. There's a similar cool mix of cinematic inspo and just coolness in her fashion and her DIY style with the car and outfit in Go Back by Jackie Y. Next category, 
videos to watch for the animations. Cute animated touches were quite common in K-pop videos this year. Here are the ones to remember. Kim Woo-suk with Switch, his character sometimes entered a 2D dream world and then flashed back to the present day. Like I said before, Woo-a ah does this a lot with 2D overlays. That is also part of what Bugaboo has done. They were quite underrated, if you ask me. Pop was really them finding their footing. With just the song Bugaboo, maybe I could see why people didn't latch on, but they really found, and I thought were hopefully going to hit their stride, with Pop. There's an adorable animated teddy bear who's the star of Kai's Peaches remix video. There are also cute animated videos for BTS songs, like Yet to Come, Animated Special, and they're in the Somme, Our Island, OST. There's a sweet Little Prince-inspired story in Adora's animated The Little Name. Craxy pair their beautiful emotional song Butterfly with a nice video. Lovely Lonely Island by Hain and Siwoo is a cute story about someone who seems to at first try to hide their mermaid status, but then blossoms into it. That's a very unexpected video with a pretty color palette too. My favorite animated video this year though, All Day by Bernard Park. Such a cute story about this character who crash lands on an island, gets to know a species different from his. They welcome their unexpected visitor with open arms, make him at home, but he does feel homesick still. So they team up and prepare his flight so that he can ride it again, ride his plane out of there. And they send off this tearful goodbye after a cute Pixar-esque series of adventures they had, bonding time, and they have to bid him farewell. Really bittersweet, but very touching. Next category, videos to watch for the incredible outfits, the wardrobes that are just beyond. Hyolin shows off her trademark attitude with no thanks, rocking just a cool summery two-piece and rainbow hair. Hyolin also made such a style impact with Waka Boom, rocking these sky-high boots, gold statement earrings, a sparkly mini dress, so many cool outfits, and having this big elaborate dance number after this intriguing narration about venturing forward towards a utopia. The exposition is really something. Swan from Craxy wears beautiful dresses, especially this peach one, while standing in the snow, so she also has this cool color contrast in her solo, Road in the Light. Yukika and Kim Mi John's Moonset. Adorable room in Spo too, and I'm a sucker for Care Bears. Rolling Quartz, literally any of their videos. Very cool rock girl aesthetic. Haiki, athletic girl. Fun bright colored looks with rhinestone makeup. Sorn in Sharp Objects, really cool dark lipstick with her bright blonde hair and the fur coat, big euphoria vibes. Nayeon with Pop, I tried to keep track, I believe she's in 13 outfits in that video. It is a lot, all so cute on her. And the yellow dress might be my favorite, it's so dance recital-esque. Hyanna with Nabolera, very bright and colorful, as expected, and it works actually extra well because it's a pretty blank video, so she doesn't overwhelm with so much to look at. From Miss 9, DM, they rock super cute shoes especially. Mermaid, Shindy, X-I-N-D-Y, Mamamoo Plus, preppy style, in Better, featuring Big Naughty. Joe Yuri, in Love Sh. 
Sunmi getting sparkly for the Osaria Spotify exclusive. Lightsums, cute and preppy style for Alive. Haze with a very cute handful of outfits in the undo video. Plus I love the heart-shaped blinking lights on her car. Nice touch. And Mian with Drive, which features another quite big array of outfits. All really cute. We will pick up with part two on the next episode, so stay tuned for more. Thanks for tuning in. Talk again soon. Bye, everybody.